You're listening to Recover, Episode 4. All content was produced by Marlon Hughes and can be reached at allintalkingspirit at gmail.com. you are with us listening uh this podcast is going to be over my experience of forgiveness now the dictionary's definition of forgiveness is compassionate feelings that support a willingness to forgive or the act of excusing a mistake or an offense like a pardon well for me to forgive someone for the harm and hurt that was caused against me, well, whether it was real or imagined, is very difficult to overcome at times. For me to be in a state of forgiveness can be even harder. It's been my experience on this subject. Uh, I kind of harbor a certain kind of satisfaction of holding or keeping back or withholding that forgiveness and holding a grudge against you. Because, don't you know, I want you to feel the same kind of pain that you inflicted upon me, whatever it might be. In a self-centered, selfish kind of way, I start to think I got this power and control that I possess. A power that I feel that I can hold over you and force you to see things my way and feel the damage that you've done. This kind of selfish attitude will keep me from seeing my part of the pain or whatever it may be. And it will turn me into some sort of righteous, pious person that, oh, no, I never did any wrong to anybody. It's been my experience uh, early on in my recovery. You know, I, I, I fell in lust with a certain woman early on in my recovery. And I just thought, and this is the time when. Everything was all rainbows and butterflies. I was on that pink cloud and I was thinking that this was the one for me. Well, during our relationship, some things came came and kind of revealed themselves to me about this person. A lot of hurt took place. And I found it very difficult to forgive the other person for certain things that went on caused arguments and fights and ultimately it led to our breakup but for a while I withheld that forgiveness from that person I never quite truly forgave the person for the hurt and harm that was caused against me in our relationship and it was only after a year or so I started to come up out of that To be forgiving or to be in forgiveness, I, I, I needed to take a look at the reasons why I got hurt in the first place. Okay, in that instance, in that relationship, and why I got hurt and why I withheld that forgiveness from that person. You know, some of the things that had happened for me to be hurt in the first place was like, you know, it was early in my it was early in my sobriety and i really had no business being in a relationship with anybody 
if I wasn't right. So that was part of the reasons why I got hurt in the first place. Was I really ready to be in a relationship just coming into recovery? No, I wasn't. That was my part in it. It, hard, it, it. it helped me when I took a hard and honest look at myself as well. You know, what were some of the things that I was missing that I needed to take care of and made myself right in order for me to be in that relationship so I wouldn't have been hurt. Once I did all of that and took that hard, honest look at myself, whether that pain was real or imagined, I had to decipher the difference in between that, whether the, the pain that I was feeling was real, was it something that really happened, or was it something that my mind made up that was imagined, that I twisted my, my feelings and my brain all up on that. Now, all of this that I was doing, that self-soul-searching, trying to get to that state of forgiveness and being able to forgive someone, I'm not excusing the offender. I'm not excusing that person for what they done to me. I'm not. I'm not even excusing or even forgetting the act that took place. All I'm trying to do is to identify some of the, the bad behaviors that I've done in my past when I was after actively drinking and using and determine if that stuff has arisen up in me again so I can find that kind of solution to fix that bad behavior, to change that bad behavior, to change the behavior, period, and try to build on that. Because today, at this point in my recovery, I know the only power, I got enough sense to know that the only power that I do possess today is the power to change me from day to day. And I still need other people to help me with that. Someone outside of me to see that and recognize that and let me know. I come to find out and know that forgiveness of others and and extending that toward other people takes a certain amount of compassion from me to truly forgive and show mercy toward others. Not to fall in some kind of resentment behind the attack, the hurt or the pain, you know, and then proceed to carry that around with me in my heart and harbor it in my heart to use as a weapon to inflict the mental and emotional damage onto others. See, I did that too. In this, in this life example that I'm trying to present to everyone, I did that too. A year after I broke up, a year after the relationship I had with this this person, I continued to harbor it around. I continued to carry it around in my heart. I harbored it. Every time I see this person, I would, I would inflict the mental and the emotional damage that I thought it was necessary to beat her down with it. And not only I did that, it was every other relationship, whether it was an altruistic relationship or a friendship or a family member or whatever. I was hurting. I was going to make sure that everybody else 
was hurting too. And if you did anything toward me, it was hard to get forgiveness from me. That got very nasty. Very nasty. I had no compassion at this point. For anything or anybody. Without compassion or sympathy or even some form of mercy, that that act of forgiveness is really hard to come by. As I stated before, without it, all all will happen. All that happened to me was I started to rot from the inside out, from my spirit, from my heart, and I became bitter and resentful and I was trapped by it. I wasn't very understanding about anything And I wasn't willing to show mercy to anyone. In fact, I perpetually stayed in the role of being the victim. Woe, why, woe is me. I was the victim in everything. I was the victim against everyone. I always felt like that, that people were out to get me, that people were out to, to hurt me. So I was always in the position of withholding forgiveness, not having that mercy. And I was a slave to it. I was a slave to it. So does that mean that I should forget about whatever happened? No, I shouldn't forget about what happened. I should remember that. I should remember what happened, the act that happened, and how it happened. I should. Because somewhere in that hurt and that pain was a mistake on somebody's part, whether it was my part or their part. And it has a lesson in there somewhere that can be learned so that act will be least likely to happen again, that I will be able to protect myself and others before it does happen. But that only happens if I'm only willing to see for see it for what it is and do something about it. But there is also another part of the act of forgiveness that I didn't see. I don't see sometimes or I don't even acknowledge it at others. And, and if I don't, I, I actually do get blindsided by it. And that is the forgiveness of oneself. Self-forgiveness. And it's, it could be for all of the things that I did and I said to others. See, in this, this life example I'm giving about, about this relationship that I had been in early in, in my recovery process, uh, I, there were some things that I did. That caused all of it to happen. I had a part to play in it too. I did some things toward this other person that I probably knowing today that I shouldn't have done. I've said some things, some hurtful things to this individual. And along with the pain that I felt from that other person that kept me from extending grace and forgiveness to that person for what they did. I beat myself up for what I did as well. 
I buried myself with guilt and shame. I didn't even get out of my own way so I can grow. I was unwilling to get off of my own neck. Unwilling to do that. I I ended up becoming all twisted up and and setting up my own little pity party. Nobody wanted to be a part of that. Nobody wanted to be around me. I was an ugly, dirty person at that time. The first couple of years of my recovery, I struggled. Because of things like this, withholding forgiveness. Well, in order for me to start coming out of it and start having a little more healthier uh, sobriety and enjoying my recovery a little bit more, a starting point for me was to, at times, give myself a break. Get off my own neck. I had to get my head wrapped around the fact that I am a flawed human being. I am not perfect by no means. And I don't need to get myself all twisted up on trying to be perfect. I needed to understand that I will make some mistakes. And at times I will hurt somebody. I will hurt others, whether it's family, friends or lovers. I am going to hurt somebody at some point in time by what I do and what I say. And I'm going to have to understand that sometimes I'm going to be hurt as well. Especially those that are going to be close to me. Today, I don't purposely go out to try to hurt somebody. And I just don't believe that people out there is out to hurt me. I need to understand that too. Somewhere along the, somewhere along this nine year journey for me, I have developed a conscience. How, how did I do that? How did I develop a conscience in all these years? I had to, I had to treat others the way I wanted to be treated. If I wanted forgiveness, I, I have to extend forgiveness to others as well. <sighs> but if I do cause harm in some other kind of way, I, I have tools in place for me today. To make the right amends at the right time. Be in the right frame of mind. And in order to practice the solution. I do have to come with some sort of compassion. I need to know my part in the pain. And correct that behavior. A living amends. Yes. And be humble about it. But amongst all of this. Willingness. Is the key. You notice. You have to be willing. In everything. And I have to be willing to accept help from others. Now, what about what about the forgiveness of other things like uh, businesses and companies, establishments, policies and procedures, rules, things like that. Some of these things that you have to deal with on a job or out there in society in and of itself. Well, they seemingly hurt me as well. Maybe it's because I have a little self-centered deal that things ought to be going my way I've also held resentments undue resentments but yes I have held resentments 
against jobs and and other people and uh policies and procedures and stuff like that and and had bitter feelings toward them all also not done right by them too broken rules and procedures broken laws spent time in jails and all that stuff you know got fired from companies and businesses and stuff like that because i haven't done that you know It's about grace at this point, the heart to practice it and set me free of all of this. So I won't. So this won't be a a, a blaring issue in my face that I can't get past. Because really what I'm dealing with in this instance with companies and businesses and stuff like that, in my honest opinion, it is just a, a product of society as a whole. From things to ideas that in the long run is only going to be temporary anyway and it has a really short shelf shelf life and just like everything else it is what it is <laughs> and that's it that's all it can be we're going to take a short break right now and we'll be right back to kind of tie all of this up
All right. I hope you enjoyed the music track and thought a little bit on the topic some. So let's dive back in and let's try to tie all this up. Now, earlier I was uh, speaking on the experience that I had in a certain relationship in regards to extending forgiveness to the other person that I thought or I felt that gave me that 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 hurt me in some way and I was withholding that forgiveness for quite some time how it harbored in my heart and and resentment and bitterness kind of harbored in me and I was led to us like a slave to it you know how I overcame all of that was you know I had to think about what I did toward that person you know it, it takes two when hurt feelings and things come about and I have to think about what I've done and what did I say and how did I act and what I didn't do to contribute to the hurt and the pain in that relationship. I'm not going to go into what was said or what was done in the relationship, but as much as what I did to start to get freedom, because for quite some time after that relationship, I was bitter, resentful. I was hurt. I was struggling. And my life at that point was just not healthy enough for not only myself, but the people that were around me. It was all because I refused to extend forgiveness for a perceived pain that was done against me. So what did I do? I turned the tables. I had to really work on my part of what I did in order for me to get past it and extend forgiveness to someone else because in the end it all comes down to if I want forgiveness from you I have to extend forgiveness first so without much experience in the beginning of my recovery I just didn't quite understand that statement that you hear in the 12 steps 12 step rooms or other recovering alcoholics or addicts what they say all the time that forgiveness sets you free i didn't quite understand that i didn't quite realize that i could be trapped in my own bitterness and stay in it for so long in which i did at the end of this relationship any relationship i had after that before i got married was destined to fail because of withholding forgiveness any relationship i stepped off into before i got married any relationship that I stepped into, whether it was family, friends, or lovers, always had the backdrop of unforgiveness for that one relationship. So it did. It eventually became a part of me. But in all the years I've come to see in recovery, that practicing the act of forgiveness and mercy not only gives me freedom from all of this, but it also sets my spirit free. Because I'm designed to be here, to be in companionship with another human being. So I need to have my spirit free to love and serve another human being. And forgiveness and compassion and mercy plays a big part in that. I learned to try to live this life 
and take part in this life one day at a time and stay in the moment. Be exactly where my feet are planted in that moment. And I need to do this without fear of being hurt or holding it in my heart. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm I'm going around today lying down on the ground and being used as a doormat, letting anybody come to me and just hurt me in any old kind of way. And then I harbor that stuff and then I present it and use it as a weapon. No, I'm not saying all of that. I'm not saying all of that at all. What I'm saying is that in my prior experience, when it came time for me to show the mercy and extend forgiveness to others for whatever pain and hurt that occurred, I needed to ask myself a few questions. I needed to ask myself if I want mercy and forgiveness extended to me in that situation when I hurt someone, when I say the wrong thing, when I do the wrong thing, perform the wrong action towards someone, do I want mercy and forgiveness extended to me? Do I want to be forgiven? Because if I want to be forgiven, I might need to try to practice mercy myself. This would keep me from being self-righteous and standing on a pious mountain, looking down on everybody. This will even put me in a position and in a state of humbleness to be truly humble. And what about myself? How do I forgive myself? Can I really forgive myself and show mercy toward others? I do know this today. I do know if I can't forgive myself, there ain't no way in the world I can forgive you if I can't forgive myself. And I can't forgive. And if I can't forgive you, man, I'll never be free. Never. I'll never be truly set free. I'll forever be trapped in self-loathing, self-pity, guilt, and shame. Do I really want to be in all of that? The fastest way for me probably to get out of self and get some relief and some freedom is so I need I need to give myself a break. Just like I said earlier, you know, give myself a break. See where some changes can be made. Find a workable solution towards improvement these are some of the things that i did have that i got over that that traumatic event in my life that that involved another person of the opposite sex in a relationship i stopped focusing on that person and focused on me quite simple it's no big secret There's nothing I could have done any different to change the way that other person is. She came into my life at that time exactly the way she was. Just like I came into that relationship with that other person exactly the way I was. And it was only until I got hurt so bad and the pain got so great that I was willing to do something to change me. Take the focus off that person and whatever they did to me, whether real or imagined, perceived in my mind that got twisted all up. I had to let it all go and I had to focus on what I could do to change me so I could be a better person 
and put myself in a state of forgiveness. No matter how painful it is, no matter, no matter how painful that could be. No matter what the pain and the hurt that was leveled against me, you know, no matter, no matter what pain that I did toward the other person. Because really in the end, we all want to be shown forgiveness and mercy. We have to be willing to be able to show grace, forgiveness, and mercy toward others. Because really in the end, it is all about personal freedom. Freedom from self. Freedom from bondage. Being totally free to enjoy life and enjoy others. And forgiveness is part of the equation. And with that, we've reached the end of another podcast. For the time that we uh, was here on this podcast, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And, and I hope you would spend some time on the act of forgiveness and how it relates to you and your journey and some of the solutions that you come up with to get over to get over hurt and pain and practice forgiveness. I would like to encourage all listeners to find and be active in the 12-step program of recovery. Surround yourself with people that are working a life program that can show you through life examples what recovery looks like in action. Keep you accountable for your actions and that you can provide the same action for them. The music for this podcast is called Wonderstruck by Ryan Little and it comes from the Free Music Archive. You can check out this tune and all the other tunes at freemusicarchive.org. And as usual, if you have any suggestions or comments, you can reach us at allintalkingspirit at gmail.com or come to the blog and read the blog and listen to all the podcasts at allinrecover.wordpress.com or at podbean.com. And once again, thank you for listening.